This is a HeadGum Podcast. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Welcome to Girls on Porn. I'm Rachel. I'm Laura. And we love porn. This is our porn review podcast. We talk about what we love and roast what we hate. Helping you find hot, ethical, just plain better porn for your spank bank. And we're looking at everything. Today's topic is very exciting and one that we have wanted to cover for a good long while. Today we're going to talk about financial domination and we are joined by a very special guest, Mistress Marley is a pro-dominatrix at NYC specializing in financial domination. She believes in black femme supremacy and runs an organization called Black Dom Sorority for Black and Afro-Latina women. She also throws sex parties for adults in these communities. Welcome, Mistress Marley. Thank you so much for joining us. Hello, hello, hello. Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> <laughs> so exciting. We're obviously yeah, fans of your work, so yes. we're excited to have you on the show and, and uh, teach us all about Findom and our listeners. Oh, it's going to be some good stuff. Yeah, I'm ready to have my mind blown and yeah. opened and sort of like blow the doors off my mind is what I feel like is about to happen <laughs> in, this, in this episode. Um, can we start by just sort of investigating your entry into sex work and into this world? Like what sort of inspired you and, and did you originally start in Findoming or did, was it kind of a progress, a process where you sort of ended up there? So I want to say, like, I started off in sex work when I was, like, 19 years old. Wow. Um, I started off more so stripping at the strip club in college. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. me and one of my girlfriends was just bored one night, and we were like, let's go try out at the strip club. Like, we might get it. We might not. <laughs> That's the type of friendship I love build with people. I was like, we might yeah. get it. We might not. And then we went. We were so nervous, and we got hired. And I think we worked there for, like, three months, you know, just, like, to make money mm -hmm. or whatever. And then eventually mm -hmm, we yeah. got into the sugar baby world. Um, so we started that sure. together also. So this is like an amazing girlfriend I had. Like we were just willing to just yeah. go full force into doing these things. Incredibly supportive. Yeah, yeah. So like we started off being sugar babies, but we did it together. So like both of us would date one guy. We just felt safer that way, like going on a date together. Nice. And then okay. eventually, yeah. So then eventually I moved to New York uh, for grad school because I moved from North Carolina. That's where I'm originally from. Okay. And eventually I moved to New York for grad school. And that's when I realized, oh, shit, I have to start sugaring on my own now because my friend's not here with me. And then that's when I really, really got into, like, being a sugar baby. Um, then I just worked odd jobs. I was a hostess at a swingers club. Like, it was just, like, oh, wow. sex work just, it was just always around me. And yeah. then at the swingers club, I met an older woman that worked there. She was, like, the uh, coat check lady. And we used to just, like, talk or whatever on our breaks. And she was telling me she used to be a dominatrix. And I think I had heard about, like, domination and bdsm from 50 shades of gray but when i watch 50 shades of gray i'm like there's no way this is like it just didn't seem yeah. appealing there right. um, yeah so i was like i know that there are women out here doing the opposite so like i just did online research and i like learned and then i stumbled upon findom twitter 
which is a whole mm. world. A whole universe, yeah. 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 And I started out doing Fendom because I was like, okay, I can still be mean. I can still be a bitch. I can still make money without having to meet anyone in person yet because I was still nervous like about doing that. Right. And wow. then eventually, after getting my online practice, I moved into meeting clients in person and whooping ass in person. And I've been there <laughs> wow. ever since. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. Wow, that's an incredible journey. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you really know, like, the facets of sex work. Yeah. You know? It's yeah. incredible. Yeah. How long, like, how long ago, if you don't mind me asking, was it that you started stripping? Like, how long have you been in this career? That was... Well, I'm 26 now, so I started stripping when I was 19. Wow. Okay. Um, so, yeah. About a good seven years or so. But I've always, like, I've done other jobs, too. So, like, my whole life hasn't been sex work. Like, I'm, yeah. I'm more so now more open with my sex work, and it is, like, my main job. But I used to work corporate America because mm-hmm. I worked in, like, fashion buying. So, like, um, I know yeah. the corporate world, and then I know the sex work world. And then when I was working corporate, I used to do my sex work. Like, I used to use the computer to, like, email clients at work <laughs> <laughs> or whatever. And um, I love that. Yeah, so, like, I always, it always kind of just went hand in hand, and then one day I just woke up, and I was like, I don't want to work for anyone anymore, and I'm just yeah. going to continue doing what I'm doing, so. Yeah, I remember you, so I've followed your Instagram for a long time, and I remember you posting about, like, leaving your corporate job mm-hmm. officially, and, like, what a satisfying feeling. I mean, like, if we have to work for somebody, it's kind of amazing to carve out space to work for yourself. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah. One of the cool things about sex work, you know? Yeah. <laughs> what, um, what do you feel like is the like the most fascinating thing you've you've learned in recent years in FinDom, like either psychologically about your clients or about yourself, like what's been surprising to you about working in this field? There are so many different kinks out there that people have. Yeah. <laughs> there's like, there's shit I read now and like, you can't tell me years, like years ago I would have been like, no, I'm blocking this person, like what the fuck? But now <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> but now it's just like, it gets to the point where like, I'm just like, Oh, I'm so used to this now. Like hearing about the craziest mm-hmm. shit. And right. I learn something new all the time. Like there's kinks sometimes that clients will come to me about and I have to Google it because I've never done it before. And then after I Google it, I'm like, oh, I, I would definitely do that. So like it's so many different things of just learning every day. Right. Mm-hmm. right. Yeah. The Internet is an incredible resource. Yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess we should uh, define FinDom for our listeners who aren't familiar. Sure. Good call. Um, uh, just because, you know, it's not something that we've talked about um, on the show, but it's something that, you know, I think um, everyone would probably be really interested in learning more about. Um, and correct me if anything I say sounds uh, incorrect, okay. <laughs> <Mr>. <laughs> <Smarling>. <laughs> um, because uh, the Internet is an incredible resource, but it's not always true. No, it's not. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so according to Wikipedia, FinDom is a psychological kink and a sexual fetish, in particular a practice of dominance and submission, where a submissive uh, money slave, FinSum, PayPig, Human ATM, or Cash Piggy, as they are sometimes called, <laughs> will give gifts and money to a financial dominant, a money mistress, fin dom, money dom, or cash master. Yes. Um, cash master sounds magical, <laughs> doesn't it? So cash master is more so used, like there, there are men that do uh, financial domination too. Oh, mm-hmm. I so see. So cash master is what we call them. So um, most of the women, we don't call ourselves cash master. We just call yeah. ourselves fin doms. Uh-huh. Um, princesses, brats, like whatever. Right. 
Yeah. Yeah, that's a bummer because I was really ready to be a cash master. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> you can still be a cash master. You can, you can still be whatever the hell you want to be in this yeah, uh, yeah. career. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It just sounded like everything I want to aspire to be able to say about myself. I'm far from, I'm still paying student debt, so I really admire. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I know. Uh, how you've how you've built all this and pulled it off. I'm like, my mind is blown. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Also, that there can be no further intimacy than just like a cash transaction that happens online. Right? Yes, like yeah, yes. that's that's one of the amazing things about fin-doming, I think, is it it can't like I know sometimes it's it's not, and there are sometimes more like sex acts transactionally uh-huh. exchanged, but that there is a possibility of it literally just being about money tributes and exclusively right. that, which is amazing. Yeah. yeah, well, see, my opinion on that, like, if there is a sexual interaction in you know, FinDom, then it's not FinDom anymore at that point. Oh, um, okay. Majority of Fin subs know, and in the FinDom community, know that there's no sexual aspect. It's only psychological and humiliation. Yeah. So, like, once mm. it gets into any type of sexual interaction um, for uh, the exchange of, like, currency, that's when it turns into, like, escorting or, like, other things like right. that. But, yeah, mm-hmm. for the most part, most Fin subs know that, like, no, you're not going to get any sex. You probably won't never even see a body part of mine. Right. That's crazy. Yeah. And would you say that, like, it's mostly just, like, cam sessions? So, like, honestly, majority of Fendom is, like, not even seeing the person's face, like, on camera, oh, not wow. sending photos or anything. Like, I could have a sub come in my inbox now on Twitter and say, hey, goddess, I want to send you this amount of money. And then they'll send the money. That's it. They don't expect no cam show. They don't expect photos, videos, nothing like that. Wow. So that's why yeah. that's why so many uh, women want to get into FinDom because they know right. that, oh, I can do this. I don't have to show my face. I don't have to send pictures. I don't have to, you know, I don't have to show beyond what I choose to show on my page. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. And then on the flip side, would you say that there are like like relationships with like specific clients that are more like that require more of you? Yeah. So I've had clients where like... Um, we do like Skype sessions, like maybe sure. once a week or like mm-hmm. even in FinDom, I have I have clients that want to physically meet me at the ATM, like to yeah. get the money out and stuff like that. So there yeah. are physical aspects, but I want to say like 60 percent of FinDoming is online and another 40 percent you might meet someone in person. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. And would you say like how would you say it's different than like being a sugar baby? Well, see. It's different from being a sugar baby because when you're a sugar baby, you really have to put energy in. So like, right. It's really a relationship, like, right? Yeah, it's pretty like, much a relationship. Like you have yeah. to get dressed up. You have to go on these dates. Sometimes you have to pretend you like the person. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> like, yeah, that's the hardest part. Yeah, like right. you, have to, you have to build up a relationship. You have to text and check in and good morning right. and hope you had a good week. Versus with FinDom, it's just like, you know why I'm using you for this purpose. Right. And that's it. Don't expect anything else from me. I could meet up with you for five minutes, walk away, and we're good. I don't have to hear from you anymore if I don't want to. So it's like, right. you know. Mm-hmm. Here's a question. I think I would, like, weirdly struggle with humiliation. Like, do mm-hmm. you find that that aspect of it is, with the with the clients that specifically want the humiliation, do you find that that's your only interaction with them? Or do you sometimes role play the humiliation and then have, like, a friendlier interaction otherwise? Like, what is that? look like with different clients so i have some clients where it's strictly just verbal humiliation like i'm not going to talk to you like you're a human like but it's like mm. it's consensual <laughs> right. like we've all like consented of course on that. i, yeah. I yeah. never assume that like a sub is into verbal humiliation i always ask yeah um 
But so I have those clients where it's just strictly verbal humiliation. Then I have the clients where it's verbal humiliation in session, but outside of session, we still just talk, you know, regular, yeah. how you doing? How was your day? Like stuff like that. So those are clients that I've had for a longer time. I think what you're saying, and, and correct me if I'm mishearing, it sounds like some of your more meaningful client relationships have both that mo- like with those longer relationships most often there's a little bit of a friendship or a friendliness but then it's in session humiliation is that kind of what you were saying yeah so like they like the subs that i have the long lasting relationships with like they know their place when it's time to know their place mm-hmm. yeah yeah that's wow. crazy i find it really fascinating that it's like a psychological kink like yeah. it's like a mind fuck you know yeah it like, truly is to, like, because physical- like it truly is because, like, they see it as, like, think about it in this way. Like, you're handing your money initially to a stranger mm-hmm. and you're getting nothing from it. Right. Yeah. So, it's well, I guess in their sense, they get something from it. They get off from it. Yeah. But, like, they don't yeah. get any photos or, like, videos or, like, sessions or anything like that. So, right. it's just, it's interesting. It's really interesting. When I first came across that, I was like, there's no way that this is true. Like, there's no way. Yeah. <laughs> there's no way it's real. Yeah. Like, yeah. it sounds yeah. imaginary. Yeah. But the more you talk about it, the more you break it down, it does make sense. Like, a lot of people, especially men, kind of, um, you know, define themselves by their wealth. Yeah. You yeah. know, and like, yeah. and their power is their wealth. So, like, yeah. giving it away is giving away their power, and they get some yeah. sort of sexual release from it. Yeah. Power and wealth right. can absolutely be synonymous. So, right. yeah. so handing it over really is handing over power. Right. It's just an interesting attaching currency to it, quite literally. Yeah. Right. It's like intimacy in capitalism. <laughs> you know yeah, yeah like i wonder i don't think fin doming would exist outside of a capital like actually no. that's a whole that's a whole like theoretical conversation we could go down a rabbit hole about but yeah. like i don't think like a socialist society would breed a like desire for fin doming because there wouldn't be a the same power currency right. dynamic you know yeah, and that's why it's so sexy to me because I feel like it's like I don't know like who, I don't know if it was a woman who invented fin but I'm gonna assume because yeah. it's brilliant. Hundred percent. Think all yeah. women create brilliant things. So um, <laughs> yeah, it just is like of course a woman like we took this and we're like oh you guys are gonna uh, define yourselves by your pockets. Okay. <laughs> It's also worth talking about you have a sex academy on mm-hmm. Patreon yeah. where you have like essentially built a platform to teach others about fendoming and about sex work. How mm-hmm. long ago did you launch that and how much would you say of your work is dedicated to that like uh, academy and also sort of consulting I imagine that comes along with that? So I launched Sex Academy March 31st of this year. So it's only oh. like two months old. Yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Um, so I was, ran- I was just randomly sitting around. And like the more I gained traction on my social media, the more I gained followers, I would get so many messages every day. Like, please teach me. Please teach me. Like, you know, yeah. and it just got overwhelmed. I'm like, there's no way that I could, you know, teach everyone separately in my inbox. And at the same time, like my like time is valuable. So I'm like, how can I, you know, attach this or make this a thing where people can pay a monthly membership and I'll upload courses as if like you're in real school. And so I did it that way. And the response has been like really great. Like I teach everything from sugaring to how to sell feet pictures to how to do fendom to like um, Mm -hmm. basically anything you can think of, like basic BDSM and stuff like that. So it's a real good source for people that want to learn and, you know, maybe they Because, of course, you can Google this stuff, but to have an actual sex worker teach you, like, 
you know, because Google doesn't teach you how to protect your identity through sex work. And Google doesn't teach you like how like when you meet up with someone, how exactly how you should move and what you should know about your surroundings and like stuff like that. And Google doesn't have a time waster list of all the clients we have that waste time. And we can like tell people like don't interact with this person. So it's just like a really good resource. Yeah. Yeah. A time waster list. We need to yeah. have that for like yeah. <laughs> fans. We need that, that, we need that for North. We need that for normal men. We need that yeah. for everyday men. <laughs> yeah, that just needs to be a public list yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, like, that everyone can add to and have access to. Right. Nobody needs their time wasted. That's awesome. Like, are there other women uh, that Dom that you sort of share resources with? Yeah. So aside from Sex Academy, I I'm also the founder of Black Dom Sorority. Um, so we have over 300 members in that. And it's literally like a sorority, just like a sex work sorority. Um, it's like we have different chapters. So we have like a West Coast chapter, Northeast, South, uh, Midwest. And then we have some people internationally. And um, I want to say majority of the group is here in New York. So we do a lot of meetups. I know we have like a brunch this Saturday where we're going to have subs there like serving us food and like whipping their asses and stuff. Oh um, God, so like I work with like a lot of doms and um I think like the resource we have there is really good and it's more intimate than a sex academy. Like to me, like sex academy is for like the outsiders, whereas like black dom sorority is like our secret society type yeah. thing. <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. How would you say like, or like what changes have you seen since like, you know, 2020 in like fin in fin doming? Um, you mean like pandemic wise, like with quarantine yeah. and all that shit? Yeah. Um, actually it's been like, it's been booming. It's been like yeah. really great. <laughs> and the crazy thing is you'll get all That's these great. jealous you'll get all these jealous men for some reason. Men hate sex workers but want to watch sex workers. I never understand it at all. I but know. you'll get like all these jealous men that are just like, Oh, now y'all gotta go get real jobs. The pandemic is over. I'm like, first of all, no one is really having a real job out here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, are you gonna talk to all the other vanilla people too that lost their job? But like yeah. yeah. So they'll say stuff like that. And I'm just like, little do you know, like sex is recession proof. Sex will always yes. sell, like Porn will always sell, sex work. Like, there's even, like, virtual strip clubs now, and, like, the girls are Mm -hmm. making money. So I'm like, as long as there are men that want to watch us and talk to us, like, you're going to spend your money. So I feel like ever since quarantine, it's gotten even better, especially the subs, because, like, the subs now, they can't, like, serve in person as much. So now they're really, like, desperate to just serve in any capacity they can. So they're just, like, yeah, you know. Desperate for it. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I think the haters are just like any time someone can monetize their own sexuality. Like that anger yeah. just comes out of being like, oh, I can't just objectify you. Yeah. <laughs> like uh, without gonna, paying for it. Yeah, yeah you're going to benefit off of this. Like that's where yeah. that, that yeah. bullshit comes from. It goes back to power dynamics. Yeah. Exactly. exactly. So I found a cool little article um, that I'd love to know your input on about like okay. different types of ways of participating in FinDom. It's from Metro UK um, by Miranda <laughs> our, Kane, our, our favorite. We don't know why we always reference Metro UK, but apparently they're pretty kinky. So it's because it's like a trash rag that just like loves to like put kinky articles out. So we're yeah. like, oh, somebody wrote about feet. It's yeah. Metro UK. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, but they talked about all these different ways of like cash transactions. Um, and I thought like, have you ever like been asked to be like, a ca- like, like budget, like have someone's entire like savings and then you give them a budget? Yeah. So we call that like a debt contract, um, yeah. in Fendom. So basically like 
it usually depends. Like, not everyone comes to you and wants to do a contract. You have some people that just right. want to send their money and that's it. But, like, so they'll come to me and they'll be like, hey, mistress, uh, this is the amount of money I can spend every month or, you know, every week or something like that. And then we'll basically just make it a consensual contract between the both of us and just go yeah. from there. Cool. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Those are usually with like those are usually with like the college kids that don't have like, oh. a lot of money. Yeah, yeah. They're like, yeah. I have no they're money, like, but take it. Oh my god! I had one sub. He was like, uh, I can give you ten dollars a week. I'm like, I'm not doing that. Like, I can. You're like, I, I, I can go without that. Like, yeah, I'm fine. <laughs> Poor guy. He's, yeah. he's doing his best. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's it was that's cute. absolutely me in college too. I'm like. <laughs> Yeah. All right, I can budget $20 to eat every day. Mm-hmm. Like, right. can, can I scrape off, like, another 10? Yeah. They actually yeah. just need help with their finances. Yeah. 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 That's all they You're need. You're just going to take a look at the budget and be like, okay, yeah. let's just actually reorganize this. Yeah. So that you can, You're like... now their mom. Yeah, pretty <laughs> yeah. much. Pretty much. You were like, honey, I noticed you used your debit card a little bit too much this week. Now you're going to get spanked. Uh- they would love spend, that though. They, yeah. would probably, they would probably spend on purpose just so they yeah. could get it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, another cool thing that this article mentioned was like blackmail, which is um like doing like a like a fantasy or role playing of like getting getting a hold of like these like fin subs like pretending you have blackmail on them. Yeah, see my um, thing is like I've gotten approached for blackmail sessions and I always turn them down because when they come to me, it's always so much shit. It's always like paragraphs of what they want. I'm like, I'm not reading all of this. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I, like, no time. I feel like if I have to do too much for your kink, I'm not going to do it. Like it, yeah. just, it just gets to be too much. And then it's right. just like, we know on our end, it's not really blackmail. Like we know right. you're not, for all yeah. I know, you're probably sending me a picture of a fake ID. This probably is not even really you. Like yeah. whatever. I don't know. It's yeah. just, it's never been something I've like personally wanted to do. Sure, yeah. sure. Yeah. It's just too involved. Yeah, then, yeah, yeah. Tributes and gifts, which is like something that um, uh, I feel like we mentioned before. Mm-hmm. Um, but just like one, like a one-time um, amount of money, or like a um, of just being like, "Hey, can I send you this money?" Is that usually like what how it, how it works? So a tribute is what they initially send before they even get to know like who you are as a dom. So like oh. most of us on our Twitter accounts or wherever we have our FinDom accounts, we have our like payment methods. Like we'll post our Cash App name, PayPal name, whatever. I see. And that's what they'll send to basically get your attention. Now there are like people that we call silent senders. They'll send the money and you'll never hear from them but you still see they sent something. But for the most part, you'll have the ones that send the money and they'll inbox you like, hey, God, they'll like send a screenshot of proof that they sent you money. And they'll be like, hey, goddess, I sent you this or whatever. So tributes are usually like one time. But then uh, you have gifts. Like a lot of us have Amazon wish lists. So like they'll buy stuff from our Amazon. And then you have something called like wallet draining. So draining is more so... Yeah, so draining is more so, like, different amounts over amount of time. So, like, they could send $20 one minute. The next three minutes, they'll send 50 and it'll just keep going up and up or whatever. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, okay, I'm, that's hot. <laughs> 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 uh, I'm into that. Yeah. <laughs> How many, like, we talked about uh, online interactions versus in person, and I think you gave, like, a 60-40 break between online and in person. How much would you mm-hmm. say of your business is ongoing clients and how much is is just random tributes or like one-time silent senders i want to say like 30 percent is ongoing and 70 percent is one-time senders Mm, Um, yeah only because like 
a lot of fin subs that like send they'll be new so they don't understand like how it really works and then you'll have some people like this is an addiction for them so they just want to feel their addiction and then maybe not come back for like another six months or another three months or whatever Mm -hmm. so it's just like the one thing i tell like people in fendom and like women that want to get into fendom i try to tell them don't get attached to like the thought of somebody always being there sending you money like the same person Right. Because once you get attached, you'll expect like, oh, well, yeah, they sent me a hundred dollars today and I know they're going to send me more tomorrow and then they don't send you more and then you'll just get frustrated with them. Like Mm. Vendom is something where it's very spontaneous. Like you have to know, like you can't get attached Mm -hmm. to just like one client. Interesting. Yeah. And that's in BDSM period. Like even my ongoing clients I've had for like a year or so or whatever, like if they were to drop, it's something I would have to understand because like. I mean, it's BDSM. It's something that's, like, very, very intense. Right. So, everyone, I mean, anyone has the right to drop BDSM out of their life when they're ready. So, yeah. yeah. You know. That's a good yeah. point. I didn't yeah. really ever think about that. Yeah. Yeah. It's very much like a freelancer's life where, like, clients come and yeah. go. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, should we take a little break? Yeah, I was just going to say, let's take a little break. And then Great. we can come back and talk about some okay, videos. Cool. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. And we're back. Wasn't that a cute little break? I enjoyed myself. <laughs> um, so we're back, and we're going to talk about some of Mistress Marley's work from her OnlyFans. Uh, yeah. Yes. And Patreon, both. And yeah. Patreon, both. So yeah. um, obviously, subscribe. Um, also, why don't we just like jump in right now with a plug, because we've been talking about your work for so long. Do you want to just call out your handles, Mistress Marley, so that if people are curious while they're listening, they can check you out? Yes, of course. So um, I have a Twitter account. My Twitter account is eyes like your eyeballs. So E-Y-E-S-X on fire. So eyes on fire. Um, and then my so Twitter is where I do all my fin dom stuff. And then my Instagram is the chocolate dom D-O-M-M-E underscore. That's where like a lot of my visuals and stuff are. Instagram is a little iffy. Like it's this is like my fourth page. They keep deleting me. So I'm just like, whatever. Fuck y'all. Yeah. yeah. Um, and yeah. then I have my OnlyFans, which is OnlyFans.com slash Marley the Goddess. Um, most of the time, if if there are any subs out there watching that want to hit me up. Please, like, <laughs> please, when you hit me up, please have money attached to it and don't come, like, wasting my time because I get a lot of time wasters yeah. and you will be added to the time wasting list with no problem. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, yeah, so those are mostly my plugs. On YouTube, I'm also the Chocolate Dom up there also. Cool. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. So, yeah, so we pulled a couple different videos to talk about and this will be different than, like, what our sh- – usually on our show we just, like, pull scenes because we mostly focus on – 
porn, and it's often in just a video scene format. But in this case, we have a couple things that are sort of part of your sex academy, and then mm -hmm. a specific video around you fin-doming one of your clients. Okay. Right. So, because like we said before, fin-dom, you know, there might not be any interaction whatsoever. Yeah. So, which is probably yeah. why we can't find porn of it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's not really, like, it's interesting because it's not exactly like a porn search term the way that, yeah. like, anal is a porn search term because it's not right. really about a sex act. It is actually yeah. about a kink, and that kink, as we said, is is yeah. largely not fun. an in-person interaction. It's a yeah. psychological thing, so it's often just weirdly represented in porn, which yeah. we'll get to later, or just sort right. of performed or, like sort of role-played in porn, but but not quite the thing. So yeah. the videos we're talking about here are sort of a unique exploration. Yes. So, I don't know, should we dive into a specific one first, Rachel? Like, maybe we want to yeah, talk I mean, about, I like, the the um, navigating apps. And, like, maybe, oh, do you want to sure. start there? The sort yeah, of most so, instructional of them? Yeah, we we pulled the one from the, uh, of, like, navigating seeking arrangement. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, just to kind of, do you feel like that's a that's a site that you get a lot of subs on, or is it mostly just for like sugar daddies? Um, it's just like more so for sugar daddies. But I have met uh, men off of that site that eventually, when you meet in person with them and you have a date and you're talking, it comes yeah. out that they're submissive. So it always just works out for me. <laughs> yeah. um, and I also have it on my profile that like I'm into kink and that I'm like dominant and stuff like that. So like, yeah. if they message me, they usually know like what it's yeah. for. Yeah. Do you ever think feel like there are sugar daddies out there who are looking for like a dominating figure, or are they mostly? Oh, of looking? course. Um, really? I've learned. I've learned working like as a dominatrix, the wealthiest men love to be like dominated. They love, love to that. lose their power because they're so used yeah. to being in charge all day, mm -hmm. every day that like they just want to take a step back and be like humiliated and just mm -hmm. told what to do. So yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I actually set up an account on this site once. Um, <laughs> you did? Like, do you, oh, I did. I didn't I know did. this. Um, like four or five years ago, I like created a fake name and a fake email address, and I set up a site on Seeking Arrangement, and I was like very gung-ho about it. Um, but then I was too scared to actually meet up with anyone. <laughs> um, and uh, my roommate at the time, like, really shamed me and was like, uh, you need to get a real job. And I was like, okay rude because Fuck sex you. workers work. Yeah. It's so sad. It's so sad because like I hear that so much from women about how like they're shamed from like friends or roommates or like family. I'm just like at the end of the yeah. day bills are bills and they have to be paid. So yeah. I mean I'm like what's yeah. the difference I, uh, in like what's the difference in you going out to dinner for somebody with, for free and I'm just going to get money for it like. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Like, exactly. I was like if, if I could distill down like the things that I'm good at like it would be a sugar baby. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Rachel like would be brilliant. Yes. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. I love, I'm here to entertain. I can talk to anybody. Love to go out to eat. Introduce me to your friends. Yeah. I'll be a blast, you know? Like, yeah. Come on. Yeah. You yeah, want to buy me lingerie? I'll put it on. Let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> it wouldn't be the, the first time on the show just talking about, like, the barrier between <laughs> Rachel and I and just being sex workers is fear. Because yeah, when you were yeah. talking about auditioning as a stripper, I was like, yep, I've I've circled that block and not to, like, yeah. I think a couple yeah. episodes we talked about me, like, thinking about auditioning for Coyote Ugly and then just truly being like, 
but what if I get rejected from that yeah. too? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and just being like terrified and just not doing it. it is. But there was yeah. never any like actual moralistic like superiority I had about it. I just was like, what if I'm bad at stripping? I don't know if I can handle that and not <laughs> having acting jobs yeah. right now. Like, it's yeah. just too, <laughs> too I think much. The, the reason we really started, one of the reasons we started this podcast is because we like both deep down, both of us really like idolize sex workers and yeah. in awe of them, you know? Yeah, quite um, frankly. Those yeah. those who can't do podcasts, we'll say. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, just going back to the video, I I, I love these, like, bite-size videos that you have. Like, they're so to the point and helpful and easy to digest mm-hmm. and just clear about, like, this is how you navigate in, like, a space like this. And, like, it mm-hmm. teaches both the app but also just how to take that space and how to sort right. of you know, put your out, put yourself out there and, and then monetize from there, you know, right. It's really, it's great. And that's, it's a great Mm -hmm. example of how many different kinds of videos like that you had. And you sort of touched on it earlier, but it's awesome to think about too, like creating a platform like this to create safety for other sex workers, like to say, exactly. Here's how to set up a meet. Here's how to avoid a dangerous situation. Like when you were talking about like assessing the space, like you sounded like a Marine for a second. Where yeah. It was like, she knows where the exits are. Like, yeah. like but it's incredibly oh resourceful. You know? It's yeah. Great. You have, you have to be like, you have to, you have to teach every little thing because like in sex work, it's so broad. Like it's so many things. Like, I could teach one thing and while in the middle of me teaching it, I'm like, oh, well, they're not going to know what this term means. So now I have to like describe this term and like when it might come up and what it might look like. Or like I have to tell them like these are the different types of scams that might come up. Like, right. Because people are out there scamming on this good old Internet. I know. (laughs) And it's so sad. I'm sure. And there's no other like governing body, you know, like sex workers are marginalized legally. So there have to be resources like this. Yeah, so yeah that, we can't like so we can't get can scammed. Safe. Yeah, we can't get scammed and go into a police officer and say, "Hey, I'm a sex worker and I got scammed." Right, yeah. Like just us saying "sex worker" off rip, they don't care anymore. Like, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I feel so. like so many people don't realize that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 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 And, but that's why it's so big. Like that's why it's so huge to me to have this community because at least we can go to each other and get this advice before we make mistakes and stuff. Yeah. So yeah, it's incredible. We we've talked about it a bunch. Like you mentioned, your Instagram being shut down. Our Instagram has been shut down four times, and we're not even sex workers. We're just posting like memes. <laughs> yeah, so and and we've been shut down like three or four times. It's it's infuriating. Sestafosta is a bullshit, dangerous yeah, law. Yeah, it is. Yeah, and now they're trying to sort of repurpose it into the Earn It Act. So anybody who's listening, vote no on the Earn It bullshit. Like if you yeah. have the opportunity. It's, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think Instagram is getting better though. Like ever since I changed my uh, sex to male. I haven't really been having any problems. Are you oh. kidding me? Yeah. So I've noticed that, like, ever since I changed it to male, I didn't get deleted. <laughs> oh and then my now, God. now they give me an option. So, like, I had someone yesterday um, at the protest that was trying to follow me yesterday on Instagram. And so when I went to, like, get them to follow me, it now pops up on my page. I have this option where you have to pick that you're 18 or over to see my page. Oh, and I yeah. Think that has helped me, too. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, okay. So, yeah. But, yeah, yeah, ever since I changed my gender to male, I have had, like, no problems. I think I only yeah. had one problem where, like, I think a guy's, like, butt was showing and they, like, took it down. But I was like, okay, oh, that was God. on me. I knew better. But, <laughs> but like, but because I'm like, it's like, you know, we're in a pandemic. Everyone's posting anything yeah. they want. So I thought I could just yeah. get, like, bye. <laughs> Beyonce yeah. said start an OnlyFans, you know? Yeah, like, <laughs> they were like, they're like, nope, take this down or whatever. So, but, yeah, so ever since I made that change, I noticed I've been yeah. okay. 
That is so blatantly sex. It's so openly so problematic. Yeah. yeah. Like you just call yourself a man and like don't have a, an issue anymore. Like that is absolutely insane to me. Yeah. yeah but but so like in line with everything we've experienced. Right. And I got that advice from a friend that works at Instagram. Jesus. <laughs> wow. So she told me to do that. Cause like when I first got deleted, I could like reach out to her directly and she would like get my page back. Yeah. But yeah. then eventually she said like she could only do it but so many so times. So many times. Yeah. 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 So Yeah, okay. same same thing. We like had people writing in via the absolute like brick wall that is like oh file my God. a complaint. It's the, it's like, the we worst. Had, yeah, yeah, hundreds and thousands of fans. It's like, fake. No one's there. It's fake. No yeah, one's there. no one's yeah. reading it. No it's one's responding. Wall. And the only thing that's actually worked is having someone on the inside Work send there. an email. Like, yeah. like, you have to know someone at fucking Facebook or Instagram. It's yeah. so yeah. gross. Yeah. It's so annoying. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, anyways, <laughs> should we move on? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Let's yeah, talk about so, the verbal humiliation bed. Yeah. Oh gosh, yes. Um, yeah. So is this like, is this like, if you would do it, be doing like a cam session or in person or all? It of can it? go. Uh, it can go both ways. Yeah. Yeah. And do you sometimes create custom videos that are specifically? Like, is it always interactive or do you usually, do you sometimes also make videos to send people of you? Yeah. So like them? I'll make videos like to send people and like, they'll want their name to be set in it and shit like that. Yeah. Oh, nice. yeah. So like, I'll say their name in it and stuff. So like, but the customs, I charge way more for the customs. Cause it's like, not only do I have to do this video, I have to do it special how you want yeah. it. So yeah. How often yeah. do you feel like you're talking about penis size and verbal humiliation? Oh my gosh, men that, love to get their penis yeah. talked about. <laughs> that just like, like, I'm just the like, most no. common thing. Yeah. I'm just like, okay, y'all just woke up today and was like, let me let me get her to talk about my penis size, and it's always like the ones that have small penises. Yeah. So yeah. we call that SPH, so small penis humiliation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I get a lot of requests for that. And it's so easy to just, it's easy right. to humiliate no. someone's yeah. penis. I'm like, like I feel like I talk like it. that with my girlfriends anyway about guys. So like I can yeah. do it on camera. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but what I also loved was that it's like still kind of flirty. Like it wasn't yeah. like too, you're not like, it wasn't too mean. Yeah. You know? So like that's just like my natural dom style. So I consider yeah. myself a, I consider myself a sensual sadist. Mm. So I, I can be that. very mean. I can like whip your ass, beat you up, but I can be very sensual with it. And I'm, sometimes I'm nurturing too. So yeah, yeah. And mm. like you know, taunt, little taunting too. Like saying yeah. you'll never be able to touch me. Yeah, I bet that's yeah. a big thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's got to be a big thing for. And what a great yourself. thing to say. again, just a I brilliant know. business model, frankly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> just built right into the fucking recipe. You'll like, never be yeah. able to touch, touch me. me. Yeah. 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 <sighs> yeah. It's so good. And then and then the video from OnlyFans with your with a which was with a fin sub, right? Yeah, so he's one of my long terms. So Okay. Um, yeah. yeah. So I tend to like do my video recordings with my long terms. Yeah, I'm sure. Um only because like they're like more open to it and they're like more yeah. trusting of me and stuff like uh-huh. that. And I always make sure I mean, even if it is just a one-time sub, I still always make sure their face is, like, not showing in some way. Oh, for yeah. sure. Whether it's yeah. a mask, whether it's being turned away from the camera or whatever. Uh-huh. And I always let them see the video after I recorded it. Because, you know, some people just really get nervous. Like, oh, God, they know yeah. I'm going to post it online. So they're just like, I really need to make sure, like, it is what it is. But, yeah, yeah so he's a long-term client. He's, like, amazing. He sends, like, money every week. Um, even when I do, like, 
when I teach courses and need volunteer subs or if I'm going to a party and just need someone to walk on a leash, like he's yeah. there. <laughs> um, but he's he's really, really good. He even like writes me songs on his guitar and stuff like that. It's so cute. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's so cute. And, and you know, like I look out for his mental health too because he's someone that's been through a lot of stuff. So I don't think people yeah. understand like sex workers are therapists sometimes. A hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. We've Absolutely. definitely talked yeah. about that before and I have such admiration for it. Like it really is an incredible avenue for, I guess... I don't want to call it catharsis because that's sort of reductive, but to process like trauma, trauma, like, it is really, trauma healing. Yeah, yeah, it's a meaningful outlet for so many people that could could take an entirely different turn. Like people yeah. who exp- who experience profound levels of trauma could enact violence. Like there are different yeah. avenues that that kind yeah. of trauma produces. So I truly believe in the meaningful work that that sex workers do and that you do yeah that's what like i tell even the doms that i train and stuff i'm like yeah initially we're in this to be in control and humiliate people whatever but like please remember that these people are people yeah and that like you know you have to check in on them like i know in my sessions i do a lot of aftercare so like after the session like i'll be Mm -hmm. like do you need water like sometimes i'll even ask do you need a hug like yeah you know and stuff like that because i wouldn't want to come in a session where i just got beat up and then you just sent me home and now i have to process outside by myself like on the subway going home, what just happened to me? Oh, <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. like you know, yeah. like it just it just comes off like, and it can be dangerous too. Like it can mm-hmm. be really dangerous to have people in mental states like that. So like with him, like I check in on his mental health all the time. Like there's even right. times like if I'm having a bad day, he'll talk to me and stuff. And like yeah. you know, but not saying I can create that relationship with everybody because some right, people right. are just like it is what it is. Like yeah, you know, transact. Yeah, and we try not to get. We try not to get too personal either. Like, he he doesn't know, like, my real name. He doesn't know, yeah. like, mm. you know, you know what I do, like, in my free time when I'm not hanging out with him. He doesn't know my friends. Like, none of that stuff. We just keep it very yeah. base level. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Those are, like, you have to uphold certain boundaries. And I'm sure yeah. you have to navigate, like, which sort of boundaries you can gently lower with specific yeah. clients after building a certain amount of trust and understanding and clarity. Like, that has mm-hmm. to be a really delicate dance, I'm sure. Exactly. I just, uh, you are also you're so nurturing in this video too. I feel yeah. like you check in a lot, which is nice. Yeah, yeah. Because um, like I said, you have to check in because it's like you have to check body language too. Like there was one point yeah. um, during our session where like that same session where I saw him like kind of scrunching his body up or like whatever. I'm like, okay, this is probably where I gotta calm down a little bit or whatever. Yeah, right. So yeah, it's just knowing how to take those verbal and nonverbal cues. Mm-hmm. Mm. It's all mm. very important. Yeah. yeah. This is a great video. I loved yeah. it. Yeah. Should we should we wrap up by talking about this other video that we sent you that is that is like literally <laughs> yeah. just like nonsense we found in the aggregates as yeah. usual? <laughs> yeah. Cuz we were like how can we find something without like, you know, ripping apart another fin dom? Yeah. You know, we yeah. wanted to find something that we were like this is a absurd. Yeah. Yeah, we deliberately found something that didn't feel authentic. Like yeah. right, this appears to be so it's called Allison Financial Domination and Worship mm-hmm. um, and we just open on Allison sitting on a couch and then her apparent slave appears <laughs> and like yeah. I just immediately had questions where I was like okay so is he an in-home slave he has yeah. a leash and collar on but it's just sort of like draped about where are they yeah, yeah. where are they and like yeah, how what's that, playing how did collar, yeah. like, how did the collar yeah. get put on like yeah <laughs> what's yeah. playing on the TV yeah. Yeah. she and seems really interested in it because she won't put that remote down so yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. um 
it's funny. Like, so I noticed in the video, the funniest part to me was like him saying, "Like, I gotta pay rent. I gotta pay." Rent. I know. Yeah. And like, and like <laughs> him just not wanting to give the money, which I know in like Fendom, you have some subs that will play or like act like they really will go yeah. broke. Yeah. Or whatever, but that's part of the thrill, I'm sure. Yeah, and then another thing point. I just kind of noticed was like when he was licking her shoes, he looked like really disgusted. I don't know. He just yeah. looked like he- yeah. I think, oh God, Lord knows, like, what circumstances led to this production. I was worried yeah. for both performers. I was like, is this dude okay? Like, did yeah. he need to do this video to make some cash? Because right. I didn't buy that he was a sub. Right. And then I also was like, is she 16? Like, what? Yeah, like, she? yeah, she looked it, really young. Yeah, it opened with a disclaimer that performers were above 18, but I was like, yeah. I don't know. Don't she looks very you. young. Yeah. Also, her shoes looked new. I got to call that yeah, out. Like, yeah, they, they really did. They it really was large. Did. There was no authentic dirt. There was no authentic dirt on those shoes. Exactly. Like, it was all about foot worship and shoe worship and he's licking her shoes but i was like she those are converse like chucks get dirty so fucking fast exactly and they were like bright canary yellow i was like she bought those and and like wore them around the house (laughs) yeah and And then so like he's he's so concerned on paying his rent but then he's just carrying around hundred dollar bills on it i know (laughs) yeah it's like honey if you can't pay your rent and you're worried about spending a hundred bucks like we got more problems yeah (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) like it just was so obviously fake to me. Yeah, just very obviously staged. Yeah. yeah. One thing I one thing I did one thing I did see was like when like every time he wanted to do something else, like so every time she would take a shoe off or whatever, he would have to give her like another hundred dollars, which mm-hmm. that happens a lot in Fandom, yeah. um, where like yeah. you have to keep giving and giving before you even like you know get anything right. from us if you do. Right. But yeah, other right. than that, it was it was it was kind of awkward. It was, it was so yeah. awkward. <laughs> yeah, it just felt like a bad like replica of what right. fandoming is. And yeah. I And it's weird cuz you're like who is this for? Like is this just mm-hmm. for somebody to watch and be like, "Oh, that's how I could do it if I wanted to sub yeah. to Dom?" But like yeah, I don't just know ref- for reference. Like I think yeah. it's easier for the this. I think they would be easier for the sub to look at that and be like, oh, I can just do this. But like, if a potential or aspiring Fendom was looking at it, I could see how that would just make them even more nervous because it's just like, yeah. you know, she wasn't giving much to make yeah. it feel like it was dominant. Like she just yeah. laid like there. You said, like you said, it just it was yeah, and it was like super scripted. And like what I try to tell people in Fendom is like, you can be yourself. Like you yeah. can literally be yourself. Right. There was yeah. really you know? nothing dominating about it, which, like, you mm-hmm. know, I'm sure sometimes, like, you know, there is, like, maybe some sweet fin doms out there. I don't know. But, yeah. But, yeah, it just yeah. didn't seem. Well, she just felt bratty, you know? Yeah. I'm like, yeah. of course, that's, like, someone might be someone's, like, dom style, but I yeah. I didn't buy it because, uh, like, she's just disturbed watching TV. Like, it just, yeah. the whole scenario. Was just, there was just more, <laughs> there was just more I feel like she could have did, especially with the collar and leash being there. Like, you could have been yeah. thinking oh. on it. You could have yeah. been slapping him a little bit, doing something, you know. Yeah, like, yeah. why is he wearing it if we're not going to touch it? <laughs> come on. And then she's just like, all right, well, I think I need to go shopping. And he doesn't even get to come with her. Like, yeah. I would think that, like, he would get to go and then she would buy more stuff. Or not yeah, even for- that. She could have, like, walked him on a leash while shopping. Like Exactly. You know? Like, take him shopping, have him yeah. pay for stuff, walk him around. Like Exactly. The lack of creativity. Yeah. <laughs> It's true. It's true. But no, yeah. it was it was it was funny. It was awkwardly funny. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was it was awkward at best. I unfortunately yeah. didn't find anything hot about that no, video. Nothing. Like there was nothing that was that I could find that I was there for. You know, yeah. like yeah, <laughs> dying still dying to know what was on the TV in the background. I really don't know. <laughs> oh my gosh, probably nothing. 
Yeah. yeah. You'll never know. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, um, I think that's pretty much our show. Like, normally we wrap up by saying, like, like which of these is going to end up in your spank bank. I don't know if that quite applies here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, it doesn't it might. Even... You never know. You never know. You never know. True. Truly, like, yeah. it could be my kink to watch bad replicas right. of an act that is... Yeah specifically yeah. like like right. not designed to be captured in the way that it was but it doesn't happen yeah. to be like i'm absolutely here for for fin doming but not for that uh video that we shared but yours are incredible and thank you oh, so thank much you. for yeah. for sharing them with us and the world and for taking time out of your day to um to talk to us about it this has been i oh, know thank you guys so yeah. much for having me like so i've done like a lot of podcasts and i think this is the first like concept i've come across that is like interesting of like you know, oh, cool. watching porn or like talking about ethical porn and just doing things like that. Cause like usually the podcasts I go on are very vanilla. Um. <laughs> so it's just like, at this so you're point, like, hi. Like, yeah, yeah. It's like, it's like, I know at this point you guys are just using, like the vanilla people are just using me for their talking point. And I'm just yeah, like, sure. So yeah. like I stopped doing the vanilla podcast now. Yeah. But like, yeah. Stuff okay, like this. Okay. Well, love. we love to know that we're not vanilla. That's yeah. Yeah. Yes. Honestly, yeah. honored, honored to be, to be edgier than. Yeah. Yeah, like yeah. run of the mill bullshit. Yeah, and thank you. That actually is a really high compliment. We're really, is. we really love like talking about this and advocating for yeah. sex workers and for better porn because it yes. like the industry yeah. just like has so many problem areas and we just want to root them out as best we can. So yeah, yeah. it does. It does. Yeah. And just a reminder, if anyone listening is interested in FinDom, please check out Mistress Marley's stuff. Um, your, her handles are the chocolate dom underscore on Instagram and uh, onlyfans.com slash goddess. What was it again? Sorry. Marley, <laughs> Why don't we just let her Mar- do it again? <laughs> Marley, Marley the goddess. Yes. Onlyfans.com slash Marley the goddess. Yes. And then uh, did you want to drop your Twitter also? Yeah. So my Twitter is eyes, E-Y-E-S-X on O-N fire. Cool. Eyes X on fire. Yes. Awesome. Thank you so much again for joining us. Yeah, it was so nice to have you. We we really love talking to you. Yes, thank you so much for having me. Thanks so much for listening to Girls on Porn. You can find us on Twitter at GOP the Podcast, on Instagram at Girls on Porn. That's porn without the O because fuck Instagram. Or on our website at girlsonporn.com. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to the show if you haven't already. And if you leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, include your Insta handle and we'll post it and tag you, expressing our abundant gratitude. And finally, we are looking for an intern. If you're interested in working with us, you can find our email on our website. Just write us a little bit about yourself, any relevant experience, and why you'd be into it. This has been Girls on Porn, the only GOP that's actually good. That was a HeadGum Podcast.